Welcome to the Picture of Wealth, a podcast all about living more of your life now, yet being responsible for your future. Lifestyle experimenter, wealth scientist, and financial coach Dustin Service shares life hacks, wealth tips, and interviews successful entrepreneurs on how they're thriving in happiness, purpose, and prosperity. Oh man, I uh, find this topic just fascinating and it usually in a crowd of people stirs up uh, great discussion and a lot of head nodding when I'm doing uh, Zoom meetings or live you know, presentations. And the, the concept comes from Neil Pasricha, who wrote the book, The Happiness Equation. And he talks about the influence that our spouses have on us and Spousal Influence Awareness, or the acronym SIA, you know, could be sounded out as SIA uh, for all intensive connotations there. But, you know, what I see with spouses, so what I see as the biggest fight or causes the most tears is, is usually lack of connection to reality on one spouse's part. And, you know, that could either mean, um, you know, they're significantly successful and they've got money, yet they don't spend it because of, you know, some sort of embedded fear on one spouse's part. Or the other way where one spouse is unaware of how unrealistic goals could be, or, you know, the probability of hitting certain things is just out of line with what high likelihood of, you know, a, a set of events in the following years would be. So, I kind of coined five things to help you know spouses make better financial or even better decisions uh, together in general. So Neil has a great chart where he shows that you know think about you and how happy you are in life. Are you happy about eighty percent of the time? Are you happy fifty percent of the time? So consider how happy you are you know as a percentage of time. Think about then your partner, you know, how happy is your partner? They're happy, you know, say the same 80% or say they're happy 20%. They're a very negative kind of personality. But let's assume you're happy about 80% of the time. And let's assume your spouse is happy about 80% of the time. Well, if you draw a chart and you actually match up, you know, that 80%, that means that 64% of the time you and your spouse or significant other are both happy. And in my line of work, you know, I always ask people, when do you think the best time to bring up financial discussions is? Well, you know, most would say, well, when we're both happy. Well, that would lead me to say, you know, it's okay if any of you are listening and saying, man, I, my spouse and I can't have a conversation for, to save our life about money. Well, it usually is probably because one of you is in some sort of different alternate state or maybe not in your positive state. So, we need to figure out how positive you are and you need to figure out, and again, that's not for me to figure out this podcast, but you to figure out when are the cues or when does it feel like the right sort of positive vibe or where's a financial safe place to talk about money. But use this matrix and, and remember, so that means that 32% of the time, you know, you're kind of in no man's land. One person could be happy and the other couldn't. Well, that's also not going to go very well if you know people aren't with open mind about financial decisions. And usually that could be some sort of spending item that you know one spouse wants to spend money on something that the other spouse either you know maybe strongly disagrees about or you know lightly disagrees about or just is not you know going to be part of the equation for the family. And so again, you know, I'll, I'll have another podcast on the spending formula of couples and how that can be you know easily changed. But number one, 
consider the SIA, S-I-A, Spousal Influence Awareness Matrix. You know, so that's your tip number one on how spouses can make better decisions together. Find a quiet time to chit-chat about money. So this is number two. So having a meeting, you know, has a, has a feel to it. If you're a spouse and you want to, you know, buy a, you know, an investment or a certain, you, know, you want to buy cryptocurrency, you want to buy a rental house, you want to come up with this idea and your other spouse is, you know, either you know, working hard at their job or they're working hard at home with, with the children and, and keeping the house good. And all of a sudden you come home with this big idea or you say, okay, I get that we can't, we don't have time to talk about it. Let's have a meeting. Let's book a time and go meet a specific someone. Let's have a meeting about it. Well, that may be intimidating to some spouses. So one you know, thing that I've found uh, is easier or, or better for my wife and I's communication and, and around money and just even simple decisions on you know, light fixtures that we're changing or putting in a house is a simple five-minute coffee at the start of the day before I go to work. So I usually get up quite early. I work for a couple hours, then we get the kids going, and then usually the kids are finished their breakfast, then they leave the table. I then grab what we call a schluss, which is just a small sip of coffee. So it might be two, three uh, sips of coffee in, a, in a, a small coffee cup. I come back to the table, I sit with my wife and we talk about uh, a couple things. So again, yesterday's conversation was about light fixtures, which again, you know, if any of you have built a house, it's, uh, you know, that's a tedious process, but one that we have to have. And so those micro five minute conversations, which were fairly diligent that those happen almost every day, and again, it's five to 10 minutes before I, I sort of head off to work are super important because it's the consistency of the conversation versus this massive meeting that covers a lot of content. So number three, debate things openly and try not to dig your heels in before hearing someone else's opinion. You know, this is communication skills 101, but I find that even for myself, I come up with an idea, I kind of let it stew around in my head, I do a bunch of research you know, before I've even shared the fact with with Jody that I'm even thinking about this investment or purchase, which usually is a, a bigger item. And by the time I'm ready to bring it forward, I am excited about it. I've done my research. I've proved to myself that it can be justified. I've proved to myself that it's responsible. And now, pow, I'm going to deliver it. And uh, again, for some spouses, that may come uh, as a bit of an intimidating position to be in when you haven't really been part of that research and due diligence. So planting the seeds in small bites instead of a big pow. And again, the other person's opinion early on in your research might give you a perspective that, wow, that I, the idea that I have is actually not as good as I thought. So you could have parked all that wasted energy on researching and, and you know, you're proving to yourself and kind of having no perspective that that was a good idea, you could have mitigated all that and focused on your lifestyle or done something else with that brain energy. So number three, uh, debate things openly and uh, you know hearing each other's perspective early on. Number four is at some point you may have to say a money decision that your significant other or you know someone that you're in business with may never make sense to you, but you just have to trust that person. And the caveat is not dwell on it after the fact if it doesn't work out. Take into consideration that other person's thought and the, the amount of energy that they've put into it. If you trust this person already to start with, then you can still maintain that trust, believe what they've done, provide your input, 
but fighting what they're trying to do might be more detrimental than actually saying, hey, you know what? That's my input. I'll support you on whatever it is. Obviously, if this is it's a criminal activity or if it's, you know, something that's going to potentially bankrupt your family, well then, you know, yeah, there's caveats to it, but at the same time if we're talking about everyday decisions, that's okay. That again, that energy and and negative and the pushback energy might be more detrimental than just going forward, trust your spouse, trust your partner, okay, go for it. I support you. And if it doesn't work out, then it's still a decision that you guys made. And you carry on, you move forward, the energy you spend on dwelling on it could be focused on the next opportunity or the next great idea that you have. Number five for helping spouses make better decisions together would be finding a base level understanding for certain core, I'll call it like financial values. And again, it's a a strong used word values, but here's here's the example that I kind of just, you know, jotted down was... My wife and I, you know, have uh, built and and moved houses, and and every time we've moved houses, if we've made money, we call it house money is house money. So we never take profit from a house or a home that we've lived in and put it towards other things. It always goes back to something to do with the house. We're very diligent in that final number when you get your closing paperwork from the lawyer. You know, if it's equity, then great. If it's a a loss and you had to pay, well, then that doesn't matter. But if you're going forward and you've made money, then you take that money, it goes into another house. And again, our mantra is house money's house money. And that is is something that provides a bond for couples. And you know that when that decision comes up, you both stand united. You know what's going to happen with that money. There isn't like, oh, we made a hundred grand on this house. Now I'm going to buy a Harley. It's just that money's going to the next house or the next real estate project. So that's a recap of the five steps to helping spouses make better decisions together. And again, if you know, I'll give Neil Pasricha another plug. If you haven't read the book, The Happiness Equation, he has a number of great tips and also has the spousal influence awareness section. Until next time, talk to you soon. If you found this episode valuable, share it with a friend. If you found this episode super valuable, leave us a review on iTunes. It will help us continue to bring you top quality content. For more information on anything discussed on this show, visit www.servicewealth.com. That's service spelled S-E-R-V-I-S-S. Any investment topics covered on the show are not investment recommendations, and you should seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. This show was produced by Podigy Podcasts. Thanks for listening.